Hello, and welcome to the American Nurses Association's podcast series on Delegation in the Trenches. I'm your host, Joe Valina. Thank you for joining us on the second part of this podcast series. In episode one of the series, we discuss the what and the why of the principles of delegation. Today, we're going to talk about the how of delegation. Upon review of the feedback that we received from you, we noticed a very common theme. Communication is king. Many of you indicated that one of the most challenging aspects of delegating to UAPs is related to ineffective communication and lack of mutual respect. Joining us to discuss these two important elements of effective delegation is Carol Bickford. Carol is a senior policy fellow at the American Nurses Association who facilitated the development of the content for ANA's Principles of Delegation by Registered Nurses to UAPs in 2012. Oftentimes a breakdown in the communication that takes place between an RN and a UAP results in a lack of clarity, a poorly received message, confusion, or frustration on the part of one or both parties. Effective delegation requires that the RN outline the task being delegated, clearly communicate expectations, and then follow up with the UAP to ensure that the delegated task was carried out in the expected manner. The UAP should always feel comfortable about seeking clarification, especially if he or she does not fully understand the task or doesn't feel they have the necessary skills to safely complete the delegated task. Both the RN and the UAP should leave the conversation knowing that they were heard, understood, and respected. A comment that we saw repeatedly in your Facebook communication and feedback is that often you will not delegate to a UAP because a UAP resists, refuses outright, or accepts the delegated task but then doesn't follow through. Several of you indicated that it is usually much easier to do the task yourself, thus ensuring that it is completed correctly. Another frequent scenario involved the UAP's perception that if a task was not desirable to you as the RN were just assigning the task to them to avoid doing the dirty work. Each of these examples of problems with delegation can be traced to the lack of effective communication, understanding, and mutual respect. You need to build an atmosphere of mutual respect and understanding. That involves effectively communicating that you view the UAP as a valuable member of the healthcare team, and their contributions are essential and do not go unnoticed. Effective communication between the nurse and the UAP also allows the RN to better understand that team member's knowledge, abilities, and skill set. Effective communication is a skill that's not exclusive to the nursing workplace. Every work environment's efficiency is enhanced by good communication. However, due to the nature of the critical and potentially life-altering decisions that RNs make on a daily basis, Effective communication is paramount to achieving good patient outcomes. Carol, do you have any strategies or tips for achieving good communication that you could share with us? Many of us consider the most important strategy is active listening. This involves seeking to truly understand the content, emotion, and meaning of what the other person is saying. You need to be sure that first you are actively listening to the UAP to whom you are delegating and at the same time you are looking for indicators that the UAP is also engaged in active listening. Here are some tips for success. Make sure you are maintaining eye contact. Eye contact will assist you in picking up on any hesitation, 
lack of confidence, or resistance the UAP has to completing the delegated task. Ask the individual to paraphrase back what they think you mean and what task you are expecting them to carry out. Having the UAP paraphrase your request helps ensure that you are both on the same page about the desired action and outcome. Encourage the UAP to ask questions and seek clarification if they are unsure of the task you would like them to complete. Keep in mind the age, experience, and confidence level, training, and education of the UAP. Resistance to carrying out a delegated task could be due to the UAP not fully understanding how to carry out the task. Each individual has a different skill set, and knowing the individual's capabilities and educational preparation will ensure that the task is done in the correct way and in a timely manner. Try to remain patient. You and the UAP are on the same team. And last but not least, give positive feedback. Don't hesitate to praise the UAP. Create a positive work environment and build trust. Thank you for listening to the second part of this two-part series. We invite you to join us to participate in an online review of a case study and a discussion pertaining to your experiences, opinions, and questions related to delegation. This podcast is part of a nursing CE activity. To obtain CE credit, participants must listen to both podcasts in the two-part series, review the case study and Facebook discussion, and complete the post-activity evaluation. At the conclusion of this activity, participants will be permitted to print their continuing education certificate for 0.5 contact hours. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to hearing your comments on the Facebook discussion page. For more information or to download a complete copy of the Principles for Delegation by RNs to Unlicensed Assistive Personnel, please visit www.nursesbooks.org.